Why, hello, and welcome to Coworked. I'm your host, TJ Merchbank, and this is Coworked, the podcast where I sit down and interview people I used to work with, because you might not know who I am, but I guarantee you know who I've worked with. I'm just going to jump right into it today, because I am very excited about my guest. I have known this person for a very long time. He is a dear and old friend, not old like aged, old because I've known him for 20 years, almost 20 years, almost 20 years. Hopefully that will make him feel a little bit better because I know he'll hate that I said that, but it's true. We met in college, we instantly became friends, and we have been friends ever since. We have gone on to do multiple things together. We shot a short film called Something New. We also did a web series called Hashtag Adulting together. You might know him from the web series Hunting Season. And if you know anything about queer cinema, you know the name Ben Bauer. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Ben Bauer. I'm not, I'm not a huge, like, I'm not super into it. I'm very small, so I don't like large crowds. Uh-huh. Um, a couple prides ago, I was actually, I was at one of like the big parties and had a full on panic attack because like there were just, I felt like I was drowning in a sea of sweaty men and I oh, did wow. not like it. Oh, wow. You'd think that I would have enjoyed, mm-hmm. but uh, no, it was... It's too much. So we do we do pride very low key. It's you know, a couple house parties, little bit of like a bar crawl moment. There you go. Um, but nothing, but nothing too scary. Classy pride. <laughs> I, I would not go that far, my friend. <laughs> I think I think you know Ma- me better than that. Married life pride. Married life pride. There it is. Sure. There yes. it is. Married that one pride. makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. That's good. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for doing this. I am thrilled. I am <laughs> honored. You are a gentleman and a scholar, and I, I am so excited to be here. I'm I'm excited to have you. I'm very excited to have you. You were definitely one of the, the main peeps that I was like, well, I got to talk to this person. This is a fun one for me, especially because you and I have worked together, but we've known each other forever. For a minute. And, for a few minutes. Yeah. And so we actually probably, I would say we probably knew each other for almost a decade before we like officially worked together professionally. Yeah. 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 I mean, you never asked me to be in any of your movies when we were at AMDA. So yeah, that we didn't work together. That is not true. That is 100% not true. That is categorically true. No, it's not. I I was not asked to be in a single one of your films. Really? Um yeah, it wasn't until possible? it wasn't until Tandy and I begged you to work with us that you would deign <laughs> deign work with me. So you know what? That's fine. It's fine. Uh, it's I fine. mean, I don't. I'm not better. I don't know if you know, but I'm kind of a big deal, and my my schedule's always packed. I'm so aware. you know, I'm aware. The fact that you guys even got through to me, even after I asked my secretary to block you, was uh, <laughs> yes. Pretty, no, uh, I. That is definitely the feeling I got. I was like. He is making us jump through hoops. I had to get several new phone numbers. I had to get a voice changer to disguise my voice. Right. I had yeah. to set up several shell corporations in the Bahamas. Um, it was a lot. Yeah, it was a I lot. get it. Um, yeah, sorry. Ben, is it? 
Is that? Yes. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, yes. Ben, ben, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I never really asked you ever to be in a movie while I was shooting at AMDA. I mean, I will say, I will say most of those happened. Like most of the time that you were shooting those was on weekends and at nights. And especially after we were not at Park La Brea anymore. Yeah. I was, I wasn't there. Weekends yeah. And nights. That's true. I, cause I was so, on campus. So I was shooting. Yeah. You weren't even in Amdraville horror. No, you no, I was not. It? Wow. I am fairly certain. I am not fairly certain. All. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy to me. Yeah. Wow. Well, what can we say? 2006 TJ was an idiot. Stupid. Just, Just. fucking dumb. <laughs> um, uh, okay, good to know that I can curse. I can I can drop out. Oh, hundred percent. Okay, hundred percent. Just wanted to make it. sure. Yeah, go for broke. Um, <sighs> yeah, just Great. just let it let it all out. First things first. Is there are you? What are you working on right now? Anything you want to promote? Anything you want to tell the peeps to like check oh. out that might be coming out? You know what? It's been it's been a minute. Um, I think I think I've told you my my friend Michael Verratti and I. Last fall, we finished shooting a weird, queer, meta zombie horror situation. Um, this is the one. Are... That, is this the? There's a zombie outside. Is that what? That yeah. One? Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Awesome. Um, so we are currently in post on that, but um, you know, I saw I I saw an assembly cut of it, and like normally, those make me want to give up. Like, just completely give up on all my dreams and just be like, nope, this is terrible. I got to go. And I will say, I watched this assembly cut, did not want to give up. Amazing. Like, I feel like we have have a movie there. That's awesome. Just, you know, some some work to do as far as special effects and stuff. But, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully come this this fall, winter, we'll have a, a successful festival run. And, yeah. you know. Who the who the who the fuck knows? Hey hey, who hey, the fuck hey. and knows? this is this now. Are you? You're obviously you've been working out with it. I'm assuming Michael wrote it. Did he also direct it, or did you direct it? Michael wrote and directed it, and then our our brilliant DP editor, special effects, basically did absolutely everything else. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So the, so you produced and are starring in it. Yes. Yes. Very cool. And this is a feature? It's a feature. Yeah. We shot it over, I think, eight days. Wow. With uh, an incredibly small budget that I was able to cobble together from like, my mom gave us $10,000. One of my one of my very good friends who has seen like all my stuff gave us $10,000. Wow. Yeah. Then and then we put together a little bit more money. And we're just like, you know what? Regardless of whether or not we should do this, we're going to do this. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Sorry, I'm chewing on an ice cube. That's probably not good for a podcast. It's probably not great just, for sound, but uh, yeah, just, nah, just nah, like nah, that nah, nah, crunching. Um, that's great. That's awesome. So there's a zombie outside. You're hoping to get it out to a festival run right before Halloween season or just in time for Halloween season with all the horror, the horror fests <sighs> coming out. I mean, the, the thing is, I don't know if we're going to have it done before Halloween. Okay. Like I would absolutely love to. And we, we kind of have an in frame line fest 
uh, is the big LGBT film festival in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Every Halloween, they do uh, Frameline Fangs, which is a special weekend that's just LGBT horror. And I believe it was last year, maybe the year before, Michael and I made another short film called The Office is Mine. And we played there. Yeah. Um, We have a cameo from a very famous San Francisco cult drag queen legend. So we're, we're kind of hoping that we might be able to like slip into Frameline Fangs. But, you know, that that would require us finishing it. Yeah, that's a it's a that's a struggle. I I know that yeah. that struggle all too well. Oof. Uh, yeah, oof. oof oof. Yeah, you're in a. You always think like the pre production. You're like, oh, now we're in the thick of it. When once we get to production, it'll be great. And then you get to production, you're like, oh man, this is worse than pre production. And then you wrap, you picture wrap, and you're like, oh, this is great. And then you're in post production, and you're like, oh no, this is this is the worst part of it all. Yeah, and this is gonna take the longest. This is I don't like fun. I don't like anything. I hate everything that I've done. Scrap it, throw it away. I mean, luckily, like I said, I don't hate everything we've done. The the hard part is our amazing DP editor, special effects. He's doing the score. He's doing everything. You know, man's got to eat, and we don't have money really to pay him for all the work he's doing. So he has you know a regular job, and we just have to be cool with the fact that he's going to work on it when he can. Yeah. But he does such amazing work. And, you know, we've, we've worked with him on like four or five shorts. Um, Was this the same guy who DP'd and did the, the sound mix and color or no, I guess I did the sound mix, but did the color and everything on yours, mine, ours. This is a different. Oh, no, no, no. So, um, that was Michael Eli. Yeah. And Oh my God, the fact that I cannot think of, our our brilliant dp and editor on the zombie is mine his last name right now uh i'm just never i'm just gonna pray to god he never listens to this you just combined two titles of films that you did with michael because you did this office is mine and there's a zombie outside what did i literally just just said the zombie is mine (laughs) i mean the zombie is mine separately andrew separately jesus christ to be fair, he did do, he DP'd, edited, did all the special effects on both of those. Well, there you go. So that So works. maybe we'll just cut, maybe we'll just cut the two together. And and make a third movie. What people Why don't know that? is that there's a zombie outside is part of the This Office is Mine universe. Yes. Everybody yes. needs to just it's make all... a cinematic universe now. And then... It's that that switch where all of a sudden for that third movie, those two movies come together and you're like, oh, wait, this was all I mean, part of the same thing. I will say that part of the whole meta-ness of mm-hmm. this movie, it 100% affords itself to a universe, but I cannot speak more on it presently. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I love yeah. it. I love yeah. it. Cool. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, uh, there's a zombie outside. Check it out. Look for it. We're we're you know in in a in a festival <laughs> near you, uh, Where, wherever you can find queer zombie movies. I'm where I guess where, where they all are. That's that's <laughs> where you can find them. Yes, yes. Where don't know, but they're there, they and they're probably there all together. Yeah, they're, and they're probably all together. The very very niche category. I'm sure that that they're 
they're all in one one shelf together. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I shoot you shot it in eight days. Uh, this is gonna this is gonna be a, a, an interesting interview. The two of us. <laughs> uh, yeah, we shot it in in about eight days. Uh, we shot four days in July, and then four days in I think like October. Oh, so it's been a year since you said, okay, because I was about to say, I was like, so you got this in before the writer's strike and everything happened. So oh, but you got this like well before. We, we, oh yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We nice. shot this, we shot this last year. That's great. Yeah. That's, that's good for a lot of people who are able to like get some things in before that went down. And so then they can kind of continue to do like post-production and work. I mean, I don't, I feel like that's not against the rules, especially for independent film. Like once it's in the can. Yeah, oh yeah you can keep working on it but yeah yeah well that's good a lot of people yeah i know and i'm sure you do too a lot of people that i know have been in, uh, affected by the strike right now and it's it's a lot and it's tough and it's it's a lot pay writers what they need stop using ai pay writers what it's they need and what they deserve yes and stop it's not using just AI. about necessity right it's just such a fucking wild time just with the world i, I mean let's not go off on too much of a tangent but yes 100 percent. yeah i will say some days it is hard to get out of bed oh man i i have to stop looking at instagram because of certain things sometimes it's just like why oh, is for me it's here? twitter twitter first thing in oh, the morning yeah i deleted you... my twitter but i mean i did it because Smart. of like the elon musk thing but also i was like i had like four followers and maybe like <laughs> like less than a half a tweet like no one gives a shit i like me deleting my Twitter didn't hurt Elon Musk or anyone else. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. But I, I, I don't know if there's anything worse for one's brain first thing in the morning than opening up that demon hellscape mm -hmm. and just rolling around in all the all the gross things in the world. Just getting, um, a, getting a nice yes. little mud oh, bath just in that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh shit i think um, that could be said for any social media i think though especially nowadays there's just so much garbage out there and it just like yeah stucks your soul instantly so yeah. yeah in the first thing in the morning it's pretty tough so we went to college together yes we did we went to, to we sure Anta, the american musical and dramatic academy can we uh, please not give specific dates because no <laughs> I don't need anyone to know how old I am. <laughs> I won't give specific dates. Yeah. So we I mean, just kidding. It was like six, six, 16, six, 16 years ago. 2006 is when we started. Oh, barf 17 or 18 years ago. That is gross. Almost. To it was like, it's close to 20. It's close to 20 years. No, I need you to shut your train. <laughs> God. That means that we've known each other for almost 20 years. So that's... That doesn't make it any better, TJ. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, so yeah. Wow. Wow, gross. Yeah, long time... <laughs> gross. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. Yeah, long time ago. Clearly none of the sh the films I shot at AMDA, but when when was the first time like we actually worked professionally together? Was that adulting? Hashtag adulting? Yeah, because we had graduated and I was in LA for maybe like four or five years and then I moved mm -hmm. to New York and then I came back right before I turned on the day that I turned 29 which is when 
Tondi and I got together. I, I very distinctly remember having this conversation with her. We were at K24 in Hollywood mm -hmm. and we were going out for my birthday. And I was just like, listen up, Tondi. I am 29 years old. I can't fuck around anymore. We have to fucking make something. Because God damn it, we're funny and we look good on camera. Yeah. And then like, what, like a week later, she and I had what would become the first episode of Hashtag Adulting. And then we came straight to you and we're mm -hmm. like, you know, we need someone who knows us, who we can trust with this kind of comedy, who also, you know, knows what the fuck they're doing. Because we were both absolutely clueless. And uh, yeah, wow. If it's my birthday next week, that would make that eight years ago. Mm -hmm. Which makes me then have to put <laughs> the rest of my life into a timeline I'm spiraling, TJ. Yeah, I'm currently <laughs> spiraling. Don't spiral. No, don't spiral. <laughs> Sorry to cut this interview short. Uh, the guest has gone through a little bit of a crisis. Uh, um, he needs to take some Xanax, and we will be right back. No, just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, An ad from our sponsor, Zoloft. Kill me. Oh, now I got it. Now I got to try to get Zoloft to spot just this episode. Just a single, just yeah. this episode. Just get a couple bucks yeah. from yeah. Zola. Exactly. It'll be great. It'll be perfect. Yeah, I remember that I had just, I was working at BuzzFeed at the time, and I had a commercial agent. I was still going out commercially, but I just was like losing steam on it. And I just like didn't want to do it anymore. I literally sat in an audition room, my last commercial audition at that time. And I was like looking around at everybody and they're like going over their sides and they're like getting really into it. And I just like, I didn't feel it for that one time. And so I was like, I don't know if I want to do this side of it anymore. I kind of felt bad for the people in the room that I was about to go read for. It was like, it's a waste of their time. I feel bad. <laughs> and I feel bad for the other people in the room who like were really passionate when it's like they want to yeah, be here. Yeah. And like I'm here like, you know. So it was just like, it was time to walk away from that. And I called my commercial agent and I explained it and they were very cool. And they were like, hey, just come back whenever you want. And now I don't think that that agency exists anymore. That was in 2015. And then later that day, I was driving and I got your text asking me if I would be interested in directing a web series for you and Tati. It was so weirdly and perfectly timed and kismet. Uh Fate. Yeah. Universe. Universe. It was, yeah, it was all kind of happened. And that was cool. I mean, I loved shooting that show. I thought it was so yeah. much fun to do. Well, it was so, well, I, I remember when we first reached out to you, it was just for the one thing. And I don't think we had contemplated it as a series at that point in time. We just wanted to make something. Right. Um, and so we shot that and yeah, we all had a great time. I still think it is very funny. I agree. And then Tondi being, you know, the she she would come to me with like fully written scripts and it was it was just amazing cuz like I I just think she's so funny. Mm -hmm. Um so she came to me with like the second script and was just like let's do this and I mean, you were more than game. You let us shoot it in your backyard. Um turn your backyard into a restaurant twice um, <laughs> twice, twice. Yes. um and it was it was after we shot the second episode that you were actually like okay doing it this way is all well and good but like let's let's get some scripts written let's get some money and like 
do this, you know, in a more professional manner. And like, before that, I was, I 100% didn't think that we could. I was just like, wait, this little dog and pony show, you want us to like, make it like real? And you know, we, we did, we raised almost like 20k, I think. Yeah, I think we, I think we asked the Kickstarter, we asked for 15. And I think we ended up getting like, close to 18 and plus we had a couple okay. other like anonymous people that pitched in outside of kickstarter so yeah yeah, we, yeah, yeah. we got close i mean i could probably bring up the budget Ooh. um but uh, i actually found all the paperwork from that oh wow like all of the contracts all the timesheets, and i was just like because oh. i hate doing that stuff so much Ooh, it made me nervous just looking at it yeah but yeah, I got a good amount of money and like we had amazing locations. We had, you know, a great crew, great uh, guest stars like that was that was like really fun. And like the mm -hmm. first time that that I was just like, oh, that wasn't nearly as I mean, it was hard, but like that wasn't nearly as difficult as I thought it would be, especially right. on that scale, because, uh, you know, we ended up with something that I I think looks like it cost more than that yeah for sure yeah it, i mean it's a good it's a good show i i loved it it's a bummer that it didn't and maybe that's on us for not like taking more steps of like trying like trying to push it to get it out there more and mm -hmm. like pitching it and doing things but like i i think it could have gone a lot farther than it did but it's it's still out there yeah. and people can still yeah. watch it and people still do watch it like i i've noticed that people watch it and it's really cool that you yeah. know i i see people i get messages from my website of like i really love this and like oh you worked with drew drogi and like all this things yeah and like, that's yeah, a cool, yeah. You know, yeah like you were talking about guest stars and i see drew around town all the time and mm -hmm. and you know and it's just so interesting to run into him and we chat briefly and and whatnot but yeah, it was so fun to work on that show and to work with you and Tandi and and create something with you guys was all it was. was yeah, it was just a blast. Just great. Yeah, it was very cool. What is your? I asked this question to everyone, and it's okay if you can't remember. What is your oh, recollection man. of when you and I first met? I mean, I feel like it had to have been that first like orientation day at AMDA, and. Didn't we go out on a boat or something? There was a boat involved. But then, you know, we both lived in Park La Brea mm -hmm. and we would drive to school every day. Right, right. But yeah, I don't I, do, I don't remember more than orientation day. There was a boat involved. We well, went on a the on boat, a boat was cruise. the boat was the last day of orientation. Son of a bitch. We were because we I remember so we got our letters like, you know of like who our roommates were going to be and where we were going to live. And then it was originally supposed to be me, you, Bobby. Oh yeah. And Matt. Do you, you remember Matt? Cause he was your roommate first semester. Yeah. 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 But then we got, then there was like some kind of weird thing that happened and they had to split roommates up. And so then we got another letter. This is what, and they were like, Oh, your roommates are changing. So then me and Bobby went to one place to yes, room yes, with yes, these yes, two yes. second semesters and then you and matt went to another place to room with um trey second and brandon semester, yeah yeah so yeah, two, yeah, yeah. Uh, two other se second semesters and so it was like oh that's interesting that we're and everyone else like lived with first semesters 
except for us for the most part. Yeah. But yeah, I remember that. And then when we showed up for orientation, it's very weird. I was getting out of the car and I saw you getting out of your Saturn with your mom. And I just from a distance, and I don't know why this popped in my head, but I was like, oh, I wonder if that's one of my roommates. Mm-hmm. And and instantly I I like I don't know why, but I, I remember it, and maybe it's just because I know who you are now, but I remember is my mind <laughs> telling me, like, oh, that might be Ben. But there would be no reason why my mind would go to that name. Yeah. And I was behind you in like the check-in line and you said, you know, Ben Bauer or whatever. And I, I remember saying, I was like, oh, Ben Bauer, like I'm TJ. We were supposed to be roommates. And you're like, oh, yeah. And then we kind of just like talked and, and kind of hung out through the rest of it. And then the last yeah, day yeah, of orientation, yeah. yeah, we were on a boat. Um, okay, thank you. Yeah, we they did it. They you. did a little little boat and on the, they just went out and did a little big, uh, a big old circle and came right back in. Um, oh, bless it. Yeah. But oh, yeah, that was the first time of our meeting that I remember. So you grew up in Oregon, Oregon, uh, or, or Oregon. You had it. Or, you had it first. There, Oregon. Right the first time. How the dare Oregon, you? Oregon troll. It is not. Um, <laughs> no, you me as grew I up, flip out. You you grew up in Oregon. Sure um, did. And uh, what was that like? You grew up in like a smaller town, right, in Oregon. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I initially grew up in Eugene, which is where the University okay. of Oregon is. So yeah. like a college town, uh, yeah. pretty medium sized. Uh, but then eighth grade, I moved to Albany, very small town, stayed there through high school. And it was fine. It was fine. It was a bit like it was, I don't know, apparently Albany at one point in time was the meth capital of the West Coast. Great. Um, Love it. I, I personally had no experience with that. Um, but like my dad and my stepmom were very involved at the local community theater. And so I grew up doing a lot of that. You did a my, production of Pippin according to your website. I sure. Why is that on my website? Oh my God. It's a, it I says to... you, you fell in love with acting when you got cast in Pippin. Wow. When you're, which yeah. I, I wrote in the thing. I was like, you were in Pippin? <laughs> How have we never talked about this? I, I, I mean, cause I hardly remember it. No. Yeah. I was, uh, I was in a production of Pippin. I played Theo, which is Pippin's like stepson mm-hmm. when he marries the, I don't quite remember, uh, the, the, the thought. No one does. But I, I did have a solo. I sang the song prayer for a duck. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my duck died and yeah. So I was, I was in <laughs> but, but you, um, but you always say you're not a singer. I am not a singer. But you did before, before, before my my boys dropped, um, and my voice changed. I could, I could. You had a beautiful falsetto, gorgeous that's, that's falsetto. Was, yeah. I also remember for my audition for that, I sang uh, "Castle on a Cloud." Oh, <laughs> just can't wait to be king from The Lion King. There you go. And I, I just really I want little monologue. tiny Ben Bauer to like go in and be like, there is a castle on a cloud. No, <laughs> no, I did not do that. Someone did do that though. I mean, it's a, that's a classic, that's a classic audition song for a kid for sure. Yeah. I don't, 
know if there's any facts that back that up, but in my mind, I'm like, yeah, that that would no, be I mean, that, that would be hundred percent a go-to. It it yes. That one hundred percent makes sense. It it feels right. Yeah. So but um, I just can't but, wait to be king. That's a that's a great one. It was, you know, it was fine. Got me so, the roll. <laughs> what are they gonna do? Not give it to me? <laughs> um no, but I mean, and like, then your boys like, dropped, and and you no longer could sing. See, this is this is why they used to have eunuchs. I get it. So, I get it. Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, so all through, like all through high school, there was always something happening at the local community theater, or you know, as vice president of the drama club, I was captain on the dance team. Suffice to say, I was gay uh, in <laughs> high school. <laughs> Came out my freshman year of high school, uh, much to the chagrin of all the ladies. Um, I know I re- I remember that in college. I remember that in college. You walking in and in the ladies in our class being quite smitten with you, and uh, then stop. the moment that they were like, "Oh, he's gay," they were all just like instantly heartbroken. So, I get it. and I How was like, "So be- you're saying there's a chance?" <laughs> Yeah, so that I mean, that's what growing up in in Oregon was like. Um, and was the passion for you because, like, you did mention that you're in the dance team, and I remember in in school that you were always a very talented and strong dancer. But was the passion for you always acting, or was it just like performing in entertainment? Generally? Yeah, no, I I mean, not to go you know too far back, but like the first time I ever recall actually being on stage. Um, I went to a Catholic daycare and every year we would put on a Christmas pageant. And I remember it was my big year. I got to play the North Star. So I was on that stage and I was in this stupid tinfoil star with the face cut out. And I'm sure I'm like, I'm sure this is not at all what it was like, but in my mind, it was very much like it was my turn to step up to the microphone and say my line. And the audience was waiting with bated breath and the spotlight shone down and reflected off my gorgeous shining costume. And I said my line and you could hear a pin drop. The audience was so wrapped on on every word I said. I think I probably only said like six words. It was from that point that I was just like, oh, this this feeling. And so then it was more just like, you know, finding all the different ways that I could I could chase that feeling being it, you know, on stage in dance competitions uh in front of the camera. Um that's basically all it's been. It's not like I need to tell stories, it's a need for attention. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I mean, kind of it's on it's on, bra- it's on brand it's on brand how dare you i mean <laughs> I, I i will say that that was maybe the place that it started mm-hmm. but but then you know you i kind of reached this thing where i was just like okay well that was a fun hobby to do like my senior my senior year of high school i was like that was a fun hobby but like i can never do that as a as a job like that's not a thing that like little gay boys from Oregon get to go do. Um, That's like exactly what little gay boys from Oregon get to go do. Well, yeah, but it didn't feel like it at the time. You know, I felt like I had to like go and like 
get a real job and like go to real college, sure. um, which I tried to do for like, I think I lasted a full year. Um, I went to Portland State University. I was going to be a business major. What kind of business? Couldn't tell you. Um, just business, just general business. Just business, just general busyness. You were in the mind, actually, mind your business. Yeah. The, how dare you? That's so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> you're so dumb. You're mad because you laughed at my dumb joke. That's why I am mad angry. because I didn't think of it first. <laughs> um, no, but then I, but then I remember I met a boy who was moving to LA to pursue singing, and he actually had a friend who was going to AMDA in New York, and. You know, he was like, well, why don't you come to L.A.? Like, you're a performer. Like, you've always done it. Like, just just go and, you know, see what you can do. And I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to. I'm young and in love. Um, we ended up breaking up before I got down to L.A. Uh, yeah, he moved. He moved in, like, June or and we started in September or you know, whatever the yeah, compliments Jan was. I think we, yeah, we, we started in January, I think, but, uh, so he yeah. moved like three or four but months that's before a long me. Time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we broke up. Wow. Bastard. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. I think actually Go ahead. the more, I'll th the more I think about it, the more I will always be like thankful to him for at the, not necessarily cheating on me and breaking my heart, Oh, but you know for what's for his name and address to la um he's he's actually still pursuing his music um he's back in portland now but he's still pursuing his music and he's he's actually like really talented and, and it's kind of annoying but you know it's fine i'm not gonna say his name i'm not gonna give him the pleasure <laughs> you know who you are you know who you are and i'm watching actually you. he hung around amda a little bit because like when i got to la sounds creepy. we were we were going to be friends and we were for a little while uh-huh did i meet this person potentially he had red hair his name was andrew <laughs> you're like i'm not gonna say his name i'm not gonna say 30, his last name <laughs> 30 seconds later his name is andrew he I'm lives in the full name uh, oh wow i did say that part too yeah uh. um he's a musician andrew lives in oregon with red hair like if you google <laughs> those things you're probably gonna find him but, but i did also say, say he's very name. talented i also said it's he's true. very it's talented true. it's true i get i didn't know maybe i did know and i forgot that you had gone to college before amda or a little bit of college before amda yeah 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 so this this musician friend, they had a friend that was going to AMDA New York, and that's how you found out about AMDA? That's how I found out about AMDA. And then where did like the the audition process and did you have to like travel to Portland or something to go audit? Or you were at in Portland at the time, right? Because you were going to school. I was in Portland there. at the time. Yeah. I, I went down to LA and auditioned there. Oh, you came here to audition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Um well, I mean, because I used to go to LA a lot. I have a lot of family that lives in Southern California. Um, so I went and I stayed with my aunt um, in Seal Beach. Nice. And she drove me up and, yeah, waited for me while I auditioned. And I got in. Did you <laughs> Obviously. Did you audition on campus or did, did they have it? On like, campus. Oh, okay. 
because I yeah, remember yeah, yeah. we had to drive up to Cleveland and they we the auditions were like in a hotel. Um, mm. like in a conference room of a of a yes, hotel yes, yes. kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Well, that's a lovely little story. Yeah. That's a lovely little story. Yeah. Um so you talked about where your kind of like passion of of acting started when you were this when you were quite literally the star. Quite literally. Uh, um that the the metaphor within that story is just <laughs> uh literally dressed as a star. Loving the attention. Loving this is it. it. This is it. Um, this is me. This is you, who I am now. You've been a star ever since. So then, yeah. So you, so you went to MDA. You graduated. You stayed out here for a little bit. I remember you booking Nip Tuck. I remember that was a big thing. Everybody was so excited when you booked Nip Tuck. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. How how many episodes did you do of Nip Tuck? I think I ended up in like two or three episodes Mm -hmm. um but it was very much like it was a featured role it was it was background work 100 percent. you like got to work with oliver platt like whatever whatever on screen but like you you got to work with oliver platt right weren't you like that was everything was with him everything was with him i did i had scenes in which i was like i was acting i just didn't get to say anything yeah oliver platt bradley cooper jennifer coolidge that like that was the most fucking insane thing just like oliver platt and jennifer coolidge just improving weird shit about her character was pussy lips and like just how she had to have like the skin from her labia put on her face because her lips got burnt in a fire or something and they they just like were like would not stop and just like kept on going and it was it was so funny like it was it was a great experience but you know it's hard to it's hard to call it more than background work i did have to go and like actually audition for it in front of ryan murphy and you know that was that was cool it was it was definitely my first experience like actually like going on to the lot uh i can't remember which lot a lot for an audition and i remember the woman uh who was you know running the session was so annoyed at me that i didn't bring a pen uh to to fill out my paperwork and so i i walked into to the audition room like with ryan murphy just automatically so scared (laughs) because this woman was already so mean you didn't bring was, a pen to fill out your pit. Yeah, she you're was in a so casting annoyed. office. There's, a, I guarantee, there's a hundred pens there. Calm down, there were, woman. There were definitely pens. She literally pulled out a box of pens. <laughs> so wait, she has a box of pens, and she's mad that you didn't bring a pen. Was mad. Was like, was like mad. But then I remember, like, which has very much been my experience in like every audition, pretty much that I've ever gone on, is that I, I go into the room. And there's one guy who kind of looks like me, like mm-hmm. same like size, same stature, like light hair. But then everybody else is just like super hot, six two, ripped. And I'm just like, well, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go home because they obviously know what they want. But then I, I ended up going into the room and I remember Ryan Murphy looked over it. I believe her name is Elodie Keen. She was the assistant director on on the first episode that I I got to be in. 
And he was like, oh my God, this is perfect. Like, where, like, how did you think of this? But like having me as this tiny little, very nervous assistant next mm-hmm. to, you know, larger than life, bombastic Oliver Platt. Yeah. Um, it was fun because I did get to act with him. Like he pushed me into a wall or would like ask me questions about why his food wasn't ready or like where the, where's my coffee and like screaming at me. And, you know, it was just fun to be able to get to like play with that a little yeah. bit. And he was, he was very kind, very collaborative. They all were. Um, everyone on that show was so nice. Mm-hmm. That's great. And that yeah. was like, that was your first thing, like really like kind of out the gate, wasn't it? That was, that was, yeah, the first, the first anything I ever really had, mm-hmm. um, which is very, it was very cool. It was very yeah. cool. It was I a mean, good that, experience. Yeah. What a great experience and what a great cast to like work with out the gate and, and get thrown into kind of like that studio shoot, you know, yeah. instantly, you know, it was really, really cool. just like makes you kind of grow up and, and be a professional, like instantly quickly. Yeah. What a great, what a great experience. And then, so then you were out in LA. I'm trying to remember when you moved to New York. Was that 2012? Math is hard. Why are you doing this to me? Sorry. I, I think it was real college. I, I literally only remember it because I was doing a play at the time and I came to your going away. And... Where I basically like just went from person's lap to person's lap, hugging them, crying. Yeah. Well, I wasn't there at that point. How much I'm going to miss you. I uh, wasn't there at that point because that was, you were a couple good, drinks in by ugly. that point. I was there at the beginning because I had to I had to go do a play, so I couldn't be there in the evening. Now knowing how long it went on, I probably could have gone back. Uh, <laughs> but um, it's still going on. You're still you're still I'm jumping still from lap I'm still to lap. Crying. And crying. <laughs> still crying, telling everyone how much I'm gonna miss them. Yeah, no, twenty twenty twelve sounds right. That yeah. sounds right um, because I'm pretty sure in twenty eleven is when I I booked that web series hunting season okay and i went out i i came out to new york for a month and shot that mm-hmm. um the first season of that and that's where i met craig um my okay. first night in new york I, I went out with some friends and met him and have spoken to him every day since he's yeah, now my husband i didn't realize um, you met craig your first night in new york my first night in New York, July 1st, 2011. Oh, so now you remember dates. It will. <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. Because we are coming up on 12 years. That's amazing. Holy shit. Um, That's crazy. Yeah. So I shot that for a month, went back to LA. And yeah, it was, it was about a year later that I moved to New York um, was the to, jump- to be with him. Okay, that's what I was going to ask was like, was the jump from LA to New York for industry? Or was it because you wanted to be closer to Craig or all of the above? Or I, there was there were there were several things. I, a large part was Craig, because he and I had been doing long distance for that year that I was back in LA. Mm-hmm. Part of me had this idea that like, hunting season was a very New York centric show. So it just made more sense for me to be in New York. And then there was also you know some some personal stuff as far as like the the this friend group that i found myself in had just gotten a little it was feeling a little like actually i don't know if i want to finish the sentence whatever it's fine it was feeling a little toxic and like i kind of wanted to separate myself from that a little bit mm-hmm. and then also you know i grew up watching felicity 
and I had always wanted to live in New York. And here was this opportunity to do it and jump in with both feet. And I said, if I don't do it now, I'm never going to do it. Yeah. Because uh, I was, you know, I think I was 25 when I moved. Uh, so I said, fuck it, why not? Uh, and then, yeah, was here for a while. Like booked a couple co-stars for TV and a couple like indie films. Um, but we we were shooting a second season of Hunting Season. And then when that was coming out, I was just like, no, I got to be in L.A. where everything's happening. So I'm going to go and the show's going to come out and everything's going to happen for me. Uh, which, you know, didn't quite happen like that. Yeah. I mean, a lot of stuff. Ha- I feel like hunting. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like you doing hunting season really put you as an actor, especially in the queer cinema world, mm-hmm. really put you out there as like a bankable and known name. Um, and I feel like that brought a lot of like shorts and films and things that you've done uh, since. Right. Or no. Is that completely? Yeah, no, I, I, it's not completely wrong. I don't. It definitely, it definitely helped me as far as like having my name out there, mm-hmm. um, especially within like queer publications and and you know I think I think I was on the out list of eligible bachelors like uh, twice. It, I, it was oh twice. It was yes, twice. yes. Oh, out, okay, out okay, bachelors okay, okay, okay. twice. You were also like um, on a list of like people to check. Like in 2015, you were like actors out, you needed to, queer actors you need to check out or something like that. Like well, it, it was, was yeah. Actually, the out 100, which is a list of the hundred most influential LGBTQ plus people. There you go. And yeah, so that, that was in 2015. And yeah, no, it definitely like I definitely it was it was good exposure. And I did I did get some work from that. Mm-hmm. But I, I think the more valuable thing for me is that like, it feels gross to say like, it helped me acquire a fan base. But I like it. It did it helped it helped me connect with people who appreciated the stuff that I was making in a way that like, I don't think we would have been able to make hashtag adulting without no. that. Yeah. We wouldn't have been able to make the short film that you directed something new, something new. Yeah. I mean, something new was, was literally you making phone calls. That's how we got that, the funding to make that movie. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I've, I've been very lucky that like through hunting season, through the stuff with like out and the advocate and, you know, other other publications that I have been able to reach out to an audience, all the stuff that Michael and I have made, we wouldn't have been able to make a bunch of that without the support of people who have been supporting me since hunting season. Yeah. Um, so it's, I'd say that's definitely the most important thing that I think I've gained from, from all that. That's awesome. So yeah, so you did hunting season, you came back out to LA, you did the acting thing, we did hashtag adulting, which we talked about. So when you moved, then you decided to move back to New York, uh, yes. because doing the long distance thing with your your ambiance was a little tough at that point. Yes. Um, so your ambiance now husband, uh, Craig, who is amazing, and I adore him. Well, now I've lost my train of thought because I, just start, <laughs> I started thinking about about how much I adore Craig, and now I've lost it. You were asking a question about moving yes. back to New York. Oh my god! Yo, so yeah, you moved back to New York, and 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 you've continued to make films, and you've continued to mm-hmm. like come out here and shoot things. 
and right pre-pandemic you did your first directorial thing right wasn't yours my your first directorial your directorial debut first time directing and how was like uh, how was that is that something you want to continue doing i i do i've actually been thinking about it a lot i do really want to continue doing it i don't necessarily want to do it while also acting and producing mm-hmm. i mean i was incredibly lucky in shooting yours mine ours because my other actors Sachin and Casey were incredible I had Michael assistant directing and producing Michael Eli such a beautiful cinematographer you editing like I I was able to support myself with brilliant people Mm -hmm. that it was it was hard for Ben the actor to take two seconds to think about character stuff when I'm also like, okay, well, we have to get this shot. The light's going to change in half an hour, but we have to be out in 45. And are we sure that this is going to match up with that? And like all that stuff. And I I think it was able to come together because of everyone else's brilliance. Mm -hmm. If I were to do that again, I would want to make sure that I was focusing more on all that other stuff and less about acting in the character and everything. Yeah. So I, I have been thinking about it, but also straight up, like with the pandemic and everything, my creativity and my ability to sit at my computer and write has suffered. Like I am, I am great with coming up with story. I can write a three page list of what's going to happen, but like actually sitting down and being like exterior mm-hmm. apartment building day, it's, mm-hmm. it's been hard. So. I hear you. I mean, I eventually got to the, I was in such like a deep depression when the pandemic hit and eventually got to the point where I was like, I just want to write. And then I ended up like popping out like five features. Uh, But then when I cashed out on those five features, I was like so drained and I was like, I probably rushed it, probably rushed it, (laughs) messed that up a bit maybe, but but you did it. I did do it. And it was, it was very fun and it was a great like exercise. And some of those scripts were still, working on um which brings me to 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 my my last thing before i get into my rapid fire questions that i give everyone um uh do you want to talk about like her a little bit even though like there's a strike going on and we can't do anything with it but like what like yeah i mean i i still look at like that beautiful deck that we put together Mm -hmm. and i just look at it so wistfully because I know, like, I know it is going to make such a good movie. And I'm, I'm just like, come on, Hollywood, get it the fuck together. I know. Give us a bucket of money so we can make something really good. I know. Ugh. Yeah. Like, I just, I am, I am incredibly passionate about it. But, you know, we, we definitely faced a little bit of a, a setback because we put together that beautiful deck so quickly and for for this specific thing that ended up not panning out but i will say on the plus side at least now when the time is right for us to be out there showing it to people we have something beautiful to show yeah like i am so proud of of your script that deck like and just knowing what you and i have done together that like on a larger scale what we could do yeah and like 
I, I think that my big thing is I just have to hold on to that faith a little bit right now, which is hard. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I have nothing but faith in it, in you, in us, in the whole thing. So there's that. Yeah. No, I mean, I agree. It's It's definitely, it's one of those projects where I cannot wait for things to like kind of open up for, for like receiving pitches and things again, because Mm -hmm. it's the same thing. I know this can be something special and it's so hard to just like watch it sit there. I have nothing but confidence in the fact that we will, that film will be made and it will be amazing. And it's just a matter of, of the industry getting its shit together and paying writers and everyone what they deserve and what they're worth. Um, and honestly, stop trying to do weird fucking shit with computers. Like, like no big fucking production company. You cannot have rights to my likeness in perpetuity. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. Yeah. That's crazy. So Ugh. dumb. So dumb. So dumb. I hate it. I hate it too. But I, what I do love is I love you. Uh, you. Aww. Aww. uh before i let you go i want to do i do these rapid fire questions i call it my james lipton section i love that so, um here we go what's thing you, what's one thing you really want to do that you haven't done yet doesn't have to be in the industry just like in life oh oh or, or in the industry whatever you want i mean my mind first went oh actually you know what i want to do i want to perform a one-man show. What? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Do it. Do it. You're in You're want, in New York. I want to so all badly. all places you could do a one-man show. Actually, you know what I've been thinking about doing? And this is actually probably insane, but maybe I start getting it ready for next year, is to do Drew Drogi's show, Bright Colors, Bold Patterns, mm-hmm. like back home at the community theater that I grew up at. Oh, and just wow. like one weekend, just yeah. like three performances, a very like black boxy stage, just music cues, some lighting, and my baggagery. I love that. I love that. I don't know what I would do, but I want to be part of that. I, I want to help. I want to help you make that happen for two years. I think I need to. I'm going to reach out. I'm going to reach out. You heard it here first, Pa. You heard it here first. Here it is. Here it is. Okay, sorry. That, that has no audience answer. yet. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's great. Yeah, I let me know. Like, keep me updated if you actually go through that because that's awesome. I will go to Oregon to watch that. Like, that's. I feel like I have to reach out. Yeah, I think you I have to. to. That's so cool. I saw him do it here in LA. Um, I, I saw him do it here in New York, and he is the most so good, brilliant, brilliant man. Right. He like, is just period. He is not just performer, writer, comedian, improviser. Like, fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. Do you prefer movies or TV to watch? Movies. Nice. And what is your favorite movie? Okay, this isn't my favorite movie, but it's my favorite movie right now. I have watched it. Keep in mind, it came out on streaming last week i have watched it nine times evil dead rise oh really i have watched it nine times yeah i just saw that it was is it 
Prime or is it HBO? It's on, it's on Max. It's on, it's on Max. Max. Um, uh, to the yeah, Max. Sorry, sorry, not it's not HBO anymore. It's just Max. No. Um, Max. Okay, yeah, I I did see that and I was like, ooh, I need to. So good. I. I it is so mean and like funny and gross. It it is like everything I want from a horror movie. Nice. Those all of those words have been used to describe me. Um, <laughs> mean, mean, how dare you? Funny, gross, everything I, I want. I mean, in a funny and movie. gross. I can. Buy. Um, <laughs> it's true. It's true. Okay. Uh, what's your favorite curse word? Very James Lipton question. What's your favorite curse word? That's my uh, terrible James Lipton impersonation. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't hear it at all. Um. Um. Come. Um, that's um, a cur- that's a curse word technically, all right. isn't it? I don't know. I mean, it is now. I feel like I feel it is like now you heard it I here feel first. Like TV would would bleep that out. Oh, uh, bleep my yeah, bleep bleep my TV that out. TV might bleep <laughs> that out. Uh, this is the best interview so far. Um, <laughs> <laughs> on all accounts, what's your favorite insult? Like to to give or to receive, I suppose. Uh, I mean, one hundred percent unoriginal, but from Donnie Darko. Uh, why don't you go suck a fuck? Why don't I guess suck a fuck? How exactly does one suck a fuck? Uh, the amount of times I've heard you do that scene is one of my favorite movie moments it's of all so time. good i mean it's good. especially it's especially good. when jake dylan hall's like yeah like whispers and like perks <laughs> up his ears it's so funny what or who is your biggest inspiration did you freeze I dr- oh i no no <laughs> <laughs> just sitting there with dead eyes um the gross answer is my mom <laughs> that's not a gross answer I it's mean, it's so cheesy. It's so cheesy. But I mean, like my mom, single mom who, you know, worked two jobs so that she could take care of my brother and I and make sure that we were able to, you know, experience the most out of life. Like she took us on a cross country trip um, to New York. She took us to Europe and like we were not wealthy. Mm-hmm. um she worked she worked really really hard for us and then you know when i upended everything and decided i want to be an actor she supported me and like still supports the hell out of me so yeah. i, I mean, love your i love your mom i mean she's very she's a very sweet lady i know she's a very sweet lady that's a great answer that's a great answer what's something <laughs> you love unconditionally some some something like anything Anything I love unconditionally? Question mark. Yeah, anything, anything, anything. you love, un- anything you love unconditionally. I feel like I love a lot of things unconditionally. Okay. I uh, just I make love a list. Go for it. My husband, Halloween movies, specific like movies starring Michael Myers. All yeah. of them love. So not the third um, one. Not the third one. Not the third one. Not, not season, not of, season the of the witch. Not that one. That one, honestly. What's the point? I don't know. 
Not what's the point? I get the I get the point of the movie, but what's the point of calling it a Halloween movie? It would be a great movie if it wasn't called Halloween. If they just like scrapped the Halloween section of it and just called it Season of the Witch, it would be a one hundred percent. It it instantly is a not so good movie because they slapped Halloween on the title, which yes. backfired because they did it to to bank off of it. And yeah, you can't make a no, Halloween man. movie without Michael Myers. Uh, no. Um, what else do I love unconditionally? Um, Are you looking nope. around the room for things? <laughs> Mike, is there anything in my apartment I love, that I, I love? I really love. <laughs> uh, okay. Wow, I'm really at my husband and Michael Myers movie. <laughs> That's great. I mean, there you go. I also love I think that, that you're might like be where I'm at. I love that you're like Halloween movies. <laughs> I love those unconditionally. Yeah. Same level as as Craig. Uh, <laughs> You better never hear this interview. I'm just sending him that out of context. I'm sending oh, him just that sound. Great. great. I love that. Uh, but I mean, to be fair, he knows how much I love Michael Myers. Yeah. Even even Halloween ends. I love it. I, I love liked, them all. I liked Halloween ends. I thought Halloween kills was a little whatevs. I loved the yes. tw- 2018 Halloween when they like brought it back. I loved Yes. And then Halloween Kills was whatever. Uh, but I enjoyed Halloween Ends. I thought it was... Yeah. was... rom com Meg Ryan movies. Meg Ryan movies. Jesus. Meg Ryan movies. All of them. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> you dove at the screen. <laughs> you dove at the screen. rom coms. <laughs> Meg Ryan movies. Meg, Meg Ryan. Oh, Meg, God. Meg. Meg. Uh, I'm sweating over here. <laughs> Schwitzen. Well, Ben, I love you. KJ Marchbank, I love you so much. Thank you so much for doing this. Um, this was was a blast. Uh, it was just very fun to just sit and chat about and look at your beautiful face (laughs) yeah same lest we forget lest we forget same 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 well i i miss you i adore you let me know when you're out here i will um and uh we will talk again soon indeed all right thank you thank you and that was Ben. I love Ben. I love sitting down and chatting with him. You probably heard the history just in our voices and how much of a blast we have anytime we're together. And that's really just our friendship and why we have been friends for so long. If you want to check out anything that we talked about, any of the films that we talked about, a lot of it is on Ben's website, benbauer.com, and a lot of it is on my website, tjmarchbank.com. If you have an interest in seeing Hunting Season, the web series that he was in, I believe you can check out Season 1 online. Just go to huntingseason.tv, and that should take you a link to watch the first season for free. Well, that's it for Coworked. Thank you so much for stopping by, and we'll see you next time.